So I know Gary Vaynerchuk has been plugging Anchor for a minute, and I finally decided to download it because one of my good friends and colleagues, and uh, shouldn't say colleague necessarily, but a client of mine, uh, who's a local real estate agent here in Charleston, uh, Mr. Gentry Todd, he uh, posted his podcast yesterday, and I had to listen to it. And, you know, what he had to say didn't even really apply to me, but it's the fact that, you know what, i got to see what this content's all about. I don't know if I actually have anything to say that's of any relevance to anyone, but I spend a good portion of time walking on a day-to-day basis. I live about a mile from where I work. It's just easier to, easier to walk. I've got two feet, so I figure why not? talking about making good use of time. So as I was walking out of the gym tonight, I ran into another client of mine, uh, Adam. Adam's uh, he's, he's in a wheelchair, but he has uh, an exoskeleton that he walks with. And uh, he just p- passed me this uh, flyer for the Betty Carlton Beer Mile, which is on the 20th of December, excuse me, 30th of December, right here in town in Charleston. Um, right near Revelry Brewery, so if y'all are in town, I mean, every quarter mile you have to chug a beer, so that's not too bad of a deal. If you ask me, I would do it. I don't think I'm going to put that on the schedule. Sponsored by Sam Adams. If you go to BettyCarlton.com, you can check it out. It's a pretty awesome deal. Um, I've trained him um, maybe for about a year and a half now, on and off. Um, sometimes he comes in with his exoskeleton on. And we'll train standing up. Um, he has a little assistance from from a, a training partner, if you will, to help him stand up. Uh, but he can walk and move and balance. Um, he's done the Cooper River Bridge run a couple times. Um, it's a pretty phenomenal thing to see. So whenever I hear somebody make an excuse about why they can't train, I think about Adam. Doesn't have the use of his legs, but finds a way to get it done, no matter what. And for me as a trainer. It's definitely, um, it's made me become a little more aware of how I train because I have to think out of the box a little bit. Um, Whether he comes in and trains and he's in his wheelchair um, or if he comes in in the exoskeleton. It's called the Betty Carlton. That's where the name comes from. Um, It's a pretty phenomenal piece of equipment, but it's not as simple as putting it on and and standing up and and then training. as some of you might know, and you know, when you take a weight and you press it over your head, you can't just use an arm to press it over your head. You have to create a sense of balance, right? So that's why I'm always harping about your points of contact. Well, it makes me definitely reconsider. Um, not necessarily reconsider, but it really makes me think about how I'm training, how I'm approaching training, how thoughtful I am about what we're doing, um, and the reasons why. And I think. Yeah, this time of year makes me become a little more aware of uh, New Year's, obviously. It's right around the corner. Um, we all make our goals for the next year, and I do it. I've done it probably every year for like the last 10 or 15 years, and to be perfectly honest, a lot of times I fall short. Most times I write them down, and I'll get a few things done on that list, but most things I fall short on. It's, it's human nature. and. and Coming into this time of the year in the gym, I tend to get frustrated. Sometimes I get downright angry. Um, 
as if, if I'm with clients that have been, say they've been with me for a few years and we're in a good steady routine. Uh, we come in on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning on the 2nd of January and the gym's a mess. I get irritated and I start feeling, uh, feeling annoyed at all the new bodies in the gym at the same time. It's the best time of year to be a trainer and a coach because it's, it's new life. Um, it's new excitement. You know, there's definitely a, a palpable excitement in the gym. And you know, even though it, you know, we joke about it just being a couple weeks and, you know, it's, it becomes, uh, for me, it, to be perfectly honest, I have, a, I have an ego about the gym like it belongs to me because I've been doing it for so long. But that's, that's not fair. And uh, so my whole reasoning for picking up the phone and, you know, I really felt compelled after so yeah what I was starting to say there was this time of year with new blood in the gym um, I'm used to getting frustrated and I've realized that that's not really conducive to new blood coming in the gym and actually being successful um, you know, if you know me uh, most of the time I've got a mean mug or a scowl on my face and I look like I, I'm not approachable and I need to check that a little bit. Maybe be a little bit nicer and a little more approachable in the gym. A lot of times I just, I'm trying to get from one point to the next. My legs are two feet long. The gym is, I don't know, 15,000 square feet, so i got to hustle around. Um, especially this time of year, trying to find equipment, fighting for space. But, uh, you know, I really felt compelled when when I saw Gentry's name pop up, and he's been a client of mine for for a hot minute here, and, and he's done extraordinarily well, and he's he runs his own business, and I've learned a lot and shared a lot of ideas with him, and, and he shared a lot with me. And this year, I, I want to do something a little bit different, and I had tweeted about it maybe last week about offering something more, and this year I. I, I I'm going to take it a little different approach to it. Um, I'm going to talk a little more and I'm going to be a little more approachable and answer more questions. Um, and for my entire career, it's, you know, this next three months is the most glorious time of the year. It's when we make uh, probably our biggest impact on our own pocketbooks. And there's a lot of trainers out there uh, that will hustle and grind for the next three months and kind of coast the rest of the year and that might work for them and to be honest I've done it too I can sell salt to a snail that's not the point you know, I think for those of you who are going to go out and get a trainer or start this uh, this new training program that your friend told you about do some research this year before you just go you have a couple days before the new year start doing your research now Ask around you know, the people that you know in the gym that have been doing it for a long time. They don't have to be trainers, but those who have trained for a long time. Ask them for advice, where to go, who to talk to. They didn't just get information from nowhere. Obviously, I would prefer you to talk to a professional, someone who has studied that art of training, because there is an art to it. There's a science to it. There's a professionalism to it. I have to push you toward the professionals. 
But I realize that many of you aren't going to do that, and that's okay. I'm not going to make fun of you this year. Um, and a lot of this is a little, <laughs> it's a self-check. I want to listen to this in a couple weeks and make sure that I'm actually following through on my New Year's resolution, not just making sure that you're following through on yours. It's important. And I think as you sit and consider where you want to take your fitness goals or, or your financial goals or your professional goals for, for 2018, I can't believe it's 2018 already. Look to the professionals to, to guide you. Find people who are successful in what you are trying to do and talk to them. Ask them questions. If they're not willing to share information with you, find someone who is. If the first thing they want is a commitment of $90 or $500 just to talk to you, there's a lot of people that do that in any industry. Obviously, I can't speak for anything but, but the fitness industry and the, and the coaching and training side of things. I'm not trying to sell you anything. What I'm trying to do is promote a, a dialogue where you're comfortable approaching us. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be my friends back in Pittsburgh that are still coaching and training and, and killing it there. Uh, proud of those guys. And they're approachable. You see them out at, at any store on the street. And I know a lot of my colleagues here are the same way. They're there to provide information. And I just don't want you guys getting hurt. I don't want you doing the same stuff you've been doing year after year and, and making it two or three weeks or a month and, and falling short because you got hurt or, you know, you, you, you heaven forbid, you got actually seriously injured um, or lost that motivation. We all, you know, motivation ebbs and flows. So on the motivation front, regardless of where you are right now, you know, don't don't take the last few days of the year and, and blow it out of the water because you know you're going to start on January 1st. Guys, January 1st is a Monday. But I know what happens on January 31st. You, know, you go out, you tie a few on, you stay out a little bit too late, drink a little bit too much, and then Monday rolls around and you wake up and you're hungover and you got you know you got the day off, so you might as well stay on the couch, watch some Netflix. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love sitting on the couch watching Netflix. I try to do it as often as I can. I know I shouldn't do it as much as I do, but, you know, you get caught on a good show, you start binge watching it, I understand it. I can see where you're coming from. This year's got to be different. So between now and the first of the year, it's valuable time. You don't have to wait until then to start doing the research that's going to help you build a knowledge base to take into the gym or take into wherever you got, you know, wherever you, wherever your, your commitments for 2018 lie, if you do that work now, it's just going to help you set the stage for, for being successful a little bit later. But like I said before, I really can't speak on any other industry but my own. Um, and, and even in that, I don't know everything. I, I joke around about, about this a lot. I say, you know, I know a little about a lot. And I always look to other people, um, people who are smarter, uh, people who have been doing it longer, uh, people who are better 
at training and coaching than I am. You know, I've never approached my job in, in a way that I feel I'm the best one in the room. I'm always looking at other trainers and other coaches and, and other athletes and not necessarily trying to mimic them, but trying to study what they do, trying to, to figure out where their success came from and asking them, Asking them why, asking them how. You remember back in back in the day when we were in school, when we were kids. You know the, the five W's: who, what, when, where, why. And then there's that how. It's really important too. Um, I treat my career that way. I treat my job that way, where I'm always trying to increase my awareness of what I need to do and I'll revert back to how I train Adam. The guy I was talking about in the beginning of this is, is I can't train Adam uh, the way I would train Peter. Um, they're two different people. They have two different needs. Their goals are different. Um, he's got one person that's older that sits all day. Um, you know, it, it depends. You could have uh, you know, Sally, the 65-year-old stay-at-home mom who just is coming back from a back injury. And I can't train her the same way I'm going to train, you know, the two 18-year-old kids that I just trained tonight, stapled them to the floor. I can't do that. You know? So if you see trainers in the gym that you're going to and you're looking at hiring a trainer for the first time in your life, watch them. Watch what they're doing. One of my favorite clients here in Charleston, I'm going to out myself here. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite clients here, before she came and trained with me, she watched. She watched every trainer in the gym. I'm not going to name you, but if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, she watched every trainer for, for a while. I'll say for at least a month before she committed to training with me. And even at that, I was on a trial basis. She, she purchased two or three sessions and was like, I'm gonna try this guy out and see what he's about. And that to me was, um, I knew what I was up against after I met her the first time. I didn't change the way I trained. It did help me become more aware of what other people see and that what other people are looking for. And, and don't forget that part. I, you guys need to be attentive to the coaches that are around you. There's a reason you very, very rarely will see me with my phone in my hand on the floor. It's because even if you know as a client that I'm using the stopwatch, somebody on the other side of the gym is watching me and it looks like I'm sending a text message or showing you a YouTube video about cats. Or checking my email. Or doing something ridiculous, like adding songs to my Spotify playlist. I've seen it all. And I've done it. I've done a lot of it. You know, I've been that guy that pulled his phone out and you know if I'm having a bad day and, and I'm just not attentive. But it's a constant drive to check that 
So when you're looking for that trainer, coach, look to see where their cell phone is. I know it sounds simple, but you can see what a cell phone looks in someone's pocket. These things are the size of boats. See how committed they are to paying attention to you. I'm not saying to go in there and purposely do stuff wrong, uh, but challenge them. Ask them why. You know, when they say they want you to do a single arm overhead press with a kettlebell, ask them why. They should be able to answer it. If a trainer or a coach can't answer the question why, as in why are they having you do it? Why did they choose that modality or that exercise or that movement or that plane? If they can't answer the question, that's a bad sign. You know? Again, the whole goal of this is to make it through 2018 from start to finish closer to your goals than you are right now. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be 100% there, but as long as you are closer to it at the end of 2018, this time next year, then it's a success. You're gonna have some, some setbacks along the way, that's cool. You gotta push through it, it happens. You're gonna stub your toe, you're gonna get a blister. You know, you're gonna sleep through your alarm. Happens to me all the time but you get up and you move on. So that's probably the most important thing to take away from all of this is as you end this year and you're gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna get a trainer this year, I'm gonna do it, finally. I'm gonna make that commitment. Remember to figure out who you're working with. Watch them, do your research. Don't just find the cheapest person, don't just find the most expensive person. Find the right one. Interview them. You're hiring them. You know? Doesn't mean you're hiring me. You're hiring them. I don't care where you are. Look to a trainer. And they should treat their profession like a profession. They should dress the part. They should look the part. They should act the part. And they should have the knowledge. Most importantly, they should have the knowledge. They should be able to talk the talk. They're there to educate you to teach you the right way of moving your body and to keep you from being injured. And if they cannot do that, if they cannot prove the fact that they are intelligent enough, safe enough, driven enough, and committed enough to keeping you on the path to your goals, then you need to find someone else. It's that simple. Because I've, I've come in contact with way too many clients that have had horrible experiences with their last trainer or their first trainer. Or they, they're very hesitant to, to go down that road of, of hiring a trainer because, because of, of what we did. And when I say we, I mean us as fitness professionals have, have taken this industry way too much for granted. Now that we have Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook, we're all professionals. Every, everybody's a trainer and everybody's a coach and just because you can call yourself that. It's not that simple. You can go out, you, right now, can go out, go on the internet, search for four minutes, find a training certification and you can have it by the end of the weekend. 
And that's being generous because it's Thursday night. You could probably have it before, before Saturday night. But that doesn't make it real. That doesn't make them a professional. What makes professionals professionals is mastering the art, mastering the craft. I don't really follow professional sports that much. Um, <laughs> at my core, I'm kind of just a meathead and a little bit of a loner. I don't watch a lot of cable television. I don't watch a lot of sports, but when you think of professional athletes, like Derek Jeter just, just jumped into my mind and, and I'm not even a Yankees. Those of you who are Yankees fans, I'm sorry. I'm not a Yankees fan, but Derek Jeter was a professional. Um, Michael Jordan, professional. They put in work, Wayne Gretzky professional. They put in work. They didn't just have talent, but they put in the work. Hours and hours and hours of mastering their craft, honing their craft. Now, if you went to a surgeon to have your bicep tendon repaired, you better damn well be sure that they've done the work. They've put in the work to know that how they perform that surgery will make or break the rest of your life if you're an athlete. For you to be able to step back into the gym and do the work that you are called to do, that level of commitment to the profession is most important. Not just creating a situation where you can call yourself a professional. In, in, in the bodybuilding and fitness industry, Talk about the IFBB, International Federation of Bodybuilders, the Pro League. Just because you are considered a professional does not make you a professional. How you act, how you treat that career is what differenti differentiates you from an amateur and a professional. If you want to call yourself a professional, you must treat your career as such. So you're constantly doing research, you're constantly learning and growing and, 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 and changing. You know, if I train today the same way I trained 10 or 15 years ago, like, I'm the wrong guy. You know, if you've trained with me for more than a year or two, you realize that my craft has changed a little bit, my knowledge base has grown a little bit, I'm constantly striving to learn a little bit more, to grow a little bit more, because it benefits you guys. And that's my quest now, this year. I want to positively affect as many of y'all as I can. Whether or not I have hands on, you're right in front of me. You know, I'm not, uh, not those, those online trainers, man. Those guys drive me nuts. Everybody's an online trainer these days. They just write you a cookie cutter program, send it to you. They do your diet, make it sound really cool. Ah, I'll do your nutrition for you. Are they a nutritionist? No. Beware of who you're hiring and what you're buying into. So my goal is to put as much information out here as I can to get you guys from point A to point B this year. Finally, to get you where you want to be safely. So at the end of 2018, you're like, well, what am I going to do now? I crushed it in 2017. Start it now. Do some research now. You know, I'm going to continue to, to ramble in an unedited way. I'm just going to be myself. You guys get to hear my voice. You get to hear me out of breath as I'm walking home. 
but I need you guys to be smarter. I need you to be more careful because I want you to succeed this year and next year and long after you, you, know, you don't know who I am anymore. You know, maybe you listen to this one time and that's all it took. Maybe you listen to it all the time. I don't know how often I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll do it once a week, twice a week. But I'm here for you guys. Whether you're down here in Charleston, whether you're in Pittsburgh, Erie, any other city I've ever lived in, ask questions. I will do my best to answer them as quickly as I can. And I want you guys to get it this year. I want you guys to crush the goals that you have, set them, write them down, commit to them. This year will be different. I've done that in my own life. I want you guys to do it in yours. This year is going to be the best year. Commit to that now. So this time next year, we're rocking and rolling. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening.